Alyssa Ramos is a full-time travel blogger who has dedicated her life to traveling all over the world. She's been to all seven continents and over 100 different countries with the life goal to eventually see them all. Recently, Alyssa ditched her apartment in Los Angeles and decided to fulfill a lifelong dream of moving to Barcelona, Spain. Just 10 days after arriving, the city was placed under a complete lockdown due to COVID-19. And we're not talking about the same kind of stay-at-home orders we have here in the United States. We're talking a full government-imposed home confinement. Everyone was ordered to stay inside, only able to leave to go to the grocery store once a week, and all that lasted nearly 50 days. Christina Pascucci recently spoke with Alyssa just after citizens were finally released during Saturday time blocks to go out for exercise. Alyssa shared what it's been like in mandatory confinement and her perspective on the situation in the United States, including some of the recent protests that have been happening in California in response to Governor Newsom closing down local beaches. Here's Christina's conversation with Alyssa Ramos. All right, so I was fulfilling a lot of people's dreams, including my own, since I was like 20, of moving to Barcelona. It came very suddenly in February. My apartment in LA was like, oh, we're not doing month to month rentals anymore. So either like get a year rental or leave. So I was like, okay, I'm going to leave, but I'm going to leave and go to Spain. Bye. So packed up everything, put things in storage, got rid of the apartment. It was very hectic. Um, and by the end uh, of February, pretty much March 1st, I moved to Barcelona. I actually officially got here on March 5th. And then literally 10 days later, we went into complete lockdown. Oh my so gosh. that sucks. I guess, I guess, I don't know if you can hear this in the background, there's, there's a siren. This is just uh, setting the tone for what happened as you arrived in an emergency setting. I don't know. So I want to hear more about the emotional impact and just, you know, I know you've been productive, you made the most of it, but how long were you, can you describe what the rules were in Spain and how, how many days were you on lockdown? For sure. So officially it's 48 days that we were in 100% strict home confinement. So I like stopped using the word lockdown or quarantine because this, it wasn't optional. <laughs> it wasn't voluntary. The government said every single person in Spain has to stay at home unless you walk like once a week to go to the grocery store. So we didn't get leisure outside. There was no such thing as social distancing because we didn't even get that option. So for me, the hardest part was seeing on social media and the news, people in the U.S. and other countries being like, oh, we're social distancing. Go us with their like masks on and they're outside doing a hike. And I'm like, oh good for you. I can't even walk a block away from my apartment in a beautiful city because I'll get like either fined or arrested. So that was wow. a little hard on my soul. <laughs> um, and I tried my best not to like get negative thoughts about it because, you know, once you get angry about something, it's like you're downhill from there. And I just want to emphasize the fact that we had the option the entire time to go back to the United States. We are not stuck here. We chose to stay here because to us it was like, okay, this is obviously like something, an issue. Um, if we're going to be stuck anywhere, we might as well be stuck here uh, where they're actually doing like major, major, major things to make sure they get rid of it as soon as possible. Um, and then my boyfriend also pointed out, he's like, well, if you were stuck in LA, like you would be even more miserable because you wanted to leave there anyway. Mm -hmm. So. That was really tough, um, but and I also got very like I started getting anxious um, about the feeling of being trapped because I have PTSD of being 
physically trapped in a cave underwater. So the idea that I was being contained in one place and not literally allowed to go anywhere started giving me anxiety. I really hate being told what to do. So that was a bit hard for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that about but, you. <laughs> and yeah, I don't listen to anyone. It's really hard. I have a problem. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so, so yesterday uh, was our very first day outside after 48 days. And I cried. I was like filming. I was trying to film walking out our front front steps. And I was like choked up. And I was like, it's our first day outside. And no one's going to find us. <laughs> and people were running. And then we walked to the park like a block from our apartment and everyone was running. There's no cars right now. So everyone's running in the streets. Dogs are everywhere. Bicycles are everywhere. And it's just like a whole new world. It's insane. Wow. I mean, the things that it makes you appreciate when oh my people reemerge from this thing. And then I know people are noting, oh, why isn't anyone wearing a mask? Talk about that part of it. Yeah. So um, I, that actually didn't really like occur to me because this whole entire time, no one has, they've never said it's mandatory to wear a mask. It's been, and in the beginning, it was recommended to wear it to grocery stores, but all of our grocery stores this whole time have been giving us hand sanitizer and gloves, every single person when you go in. Mm-hmm. So wearing a mask has always been optional. They do say if you're coughing, if you have symptoms, wear a mask. I just want to point out that the main reason to wear a mask, like traditionally, this started in Asia, like in Japan and China. Mm-hmm. In Japan, actually, the government made it mandatory if you're sick, you have to wear a mask so that you don't infect other people. So it's not people who weren't wearing masks so that they didn't get sick. Right. It was if you are sick, you wear it as a courtesy to other people. Yeah. So that's where there's all this back and back, back and forth confusion about masks and people being like, oh, that's not helping you. And oh, you, like you're not wearing it right. Or oh, like why aren't you wearing a mask? So it's driving me insane. Um, but the government here has said the only mandatory mask wearing is on public transportation when you're in close proximity to people mm-hmm. that if you were to like cough or sneeze, like that would be, you know, a problem, but we don't have the rule that you have to wear it outside. A lot, I would say 50% of the people do anyway. I do anyway, mostly for fashion. And so that people don't ask me why I'm not wearing a mask. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I don't know. My boyfriend hasn't worn one this entire time and we've been fine. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure it's interesting as an American being in Spain and just seeing the drastic measures they're taking and then looking here and seeing mm-hmm. protests of people across the country saying they For want their freedom. freedom back. Yeah. What do you make of that? I, it's very, again, like, it's hard for me to watch and to hear what's happening in the U S and even like people that DM me and are like, like going back to the mask thing really quick, people, multiple people have been like, Oh my God, you're so lucky. You don't have to wear a mask outside. I'm like, me? I'm like, have you, what? (laughs) You are allowed outside. The fact that you have to wear a mask outside, at least you can go outside. I haven't been allowed outside in 48 freaking days. I will gladly trade spots with you. Yeah. Um, but I knew I called it in the very beginning. I said, you know, there's no way America, home of the free, is going to be like, okay, yeah, we're going to stay home. No. People in America are entitled to their freedom. They want their freedom. They're not going to, like, give that up. Mm-hmm. And if anything, they're going to lash out, especially if they're told. You know, it's pretty much like my mentality. I don't like listening to people. <laughs> yeah. So, it's just, but I mean, I would have, if I was in the United States, I would have listened to, you know, the rules and what you need to do. But uh, then again, the United States wasn't saying 
you have to stay home. No one's allowed out for two weeks while we get quarantined. Yeah, It was always optional. I think that's really good perspective because I've seen so much vitriol on social media, people saying, Governor Newsom, like, you know, just talking about yeah. what a failure he is or whatever. And I, I just try to put myself in his shoes. Like, this is not a partisan comment at all. It's just a human comment. And, you know, what, how you react, what you would do. And I, I think the leaders that still have people on lockdown, so to speak, it's because of what health officials are saying, which is that, you know, we just need a little bit more time. Although California says within this week, they can make a big announcement of starting to ease restrictions. So that'll be interesting to see. See, so when I hear that, I have so many mixed views because to me, it's like from the beginning, and I know I'll get hate for saying this. I already have whatever. It's like, this is just a really bad flu. I know it's killed hundreds of thousands of people, but I keep comparing, not comparing it, but I keep thinking of all the people, hundreds of thousands of people who die from, you know, oh, I don't know, suicide, gun violence, mm-hmm. um, you know, the regular flu. And it's like, why is no one worried or scared about those numbers? Yet, since this is something new and foreign and it's like killing fast, they think like, oh my God, this is like the end of the world when clearly it's going away. If you, you know, just take the right measures and it's, kind of going in the same pattern as the regular flu does where once we get into like warmer months, I don't want to sound like Trump or anything, but like once we get into warmer months, it's harder for the virus to replicate and spread. Yeah. So it's like, it dies down, but. So would you have changed anything about your, your lockdown or your um, confinement as you call it? For sure. I would have 1 million percent have exiled to Bali. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would have been good we were supposed to be there right now me too i was supposed to be there i was supposed to go by a villa there in march oh my gosh yeah okay so i, I just, have figured out every way to not live in the united states i know you are <laughs> but we do we have good news we have hope um from the prime minister here in spain yeah he did say that by the end of june um travel within spain if you're already in spain will resume by the end of June. So that was, yeah, so that was our original goal was like explore all of Spain and then use it as a hub to get to other countries in Europe. So I feel like if we, the most strictest lockdown country in the United States with one of the highest death tolls in the world, yeah, is saying that we get to travel by the end of June within this country, then I feel like everything will be back to normal by beginning of August. Wow, that's great. So um, really quickly, because... I know um, I want to honor your time, but so right now they're doing the ease up. First, it was kids could go outside. <laughs> Give me like the, the phases that they're doing this. And also there's there's time slots now for people when they yeah. can run. For sure. And I will tell you all this by heart, which means I should probably be a reporter here in Spain for the English speaking community. Anyway, <laughs> we're currently in phase zero. I don't know why they start with zero and not one, but phase zero um Okay, so before phase zero, so I guess negative one, was the kids were allowed outside for an hour per day. And then a week later, we got phase zero where now we're all allowed outside. It's supposed to be one time per day, um, but they gave us two time slots. So so, um, from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. is adults 
between 14 years old and 70 years old, uh, which sucks for us, obviously. And then from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. is our second slot of the day. So we get sunrise and sunset, unfortunately. Um, And then over 70-year-olds get between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. And then from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m., our kids 14 and under, but they're allowed to be, or they have to be uh, accompanied by an adult. Um, And then over 70 gets, again, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then it's our turn again at 8 p.m., But we're, we're moving fast. This was supposed to be, phases are supposed to go every two weeks, but we're already moving into phase one on May 11th, which is going to be the partial opening of sidewalk cafes, which is what I am looking forward wow. to the most. That's why I moved to Barcelona. Yes. So I can have sangria and paella. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm dreaming. I, I want to travel so badly. I'm so... Um... I'm so happy, too, for you after so many days in confinement <laughs> that you'll have your freedom. And you always find the silver lining, which I appreciate yeah. about you. You have to. Otherwise, you'll just be miserable and depressed. Anything you want to leave <sighs> our listeners with? For sure. I would just like to say stay positive. Stop working yourself up over what other people are doing. No one's going to change because you complain or you'd be negative. You're only going to affect yourself. Mm-hmm. So you might as well, like you just said, find the silver lining, find the positive and optimism in it. Uh, I'm so proud of everyone who has been optimistic and positive this whole time. Um, and yeah, just, I mean, this is, we're not even going to be talking about this in a couple months besides making funny memes about it. So you might as well just deal with it now and make it productive and enjoy your time in a few months when you're free. Yes. Alyssa is now working on a swimsuit line as well as writing a book and is still posting on her travel blog, My Life's a Travel Movie. We'll have links to that and her social accounts on our website, ktla.com slash coronavirusdaily. A new episode of Coronavirus Daily comes out every weekday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. Keep in touch with us on social media by following at KTLA Podcasts on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find Christina on Twitter at ChristinaKTLA and at Christina Pascucci on Instagram. For the very latest on the coronavirus pandemic anytime, visit KTLA.com or check the KTLA News app. You can also get daily headlines in our KTLA news briefings on Amazon Alexa devices or Google Home. Thanks for listening.